0: 1-800-209-1679 that's 1-800-209-1679 pick up the phone and make the call get today's consensus club play absolutely free coming from the outside to the inside here at sportsinsidersradio.com get our top consensus play from me John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. one 209 1679
1: Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to OddsXFactor.com, where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals, I love second halves, and I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to OddsXFactor.com.
2: All right, here we go with another edition of Sports Insider Radio. I invite you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com. dot com. You can get a hold of John and Mike. Get you know, the boys call eight hundred two zero nine one six seven nine. Brian Blessing and David Miller in the studio here uh, in Las Vegas, and I figure I'll just do something right off the hop. It's going to be the easiest day you ever had, man. I won't be able to get a word and in. Probably I'm not. A
3: special guest anymore.
2: No, you're not. Well, you, well, yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Well, let's introduce the guy that traveled the furthest to get here. Looking good, man. That that yeah, you, you it, it must be it must be winter. It's cold here. That beard is brewing again.
0: No humidity here, so the beard looks a little longer. That's my excuse. Oh, it,
2: it, it, I sent a picture to somebody humidity, that it was it, it extends out. I,
0: listen, I noticed one thing. There's Five people in this studio right now. You're wearing a cashmere sweater. David is wearing a long sleeve shirt. My man Troy's in the back watching from the, from the barracks in his turtleneck mock cashmere. And I'm, what am I wearing? A t-shirt. You guys you're are an idiot. so <laughs> soft here. Well, no, well yeah,
2: you're going to go home and have
0: pneumonia. I literally get off the plane. It's 40 degrees. People are bundled up like it's... Denver and we're having a blizzard in Vegas. Come on, you
2: guys. You should see me in the morning on the patio. Oh, I mean, You're all from the north. He's from Seattle.
0: He's from Ohio. You're from Buffalo. All your guys' blood thinned. Now you come to Vegas and it's like the dead of winter when it's like I'm out laying out in the sun. did pretty good here. Yeah, I, I mean, kept you, it to a have, minimum.
2: You have some apparatus
0: out. Uh, I was just crunching numbers. First of all, my man over here, Dave, has a series Play, which I want to talk about that. You know, we talk about betting futures in the beginning of the season with these huge, huge astronomical edges, uh, odds, excuse me. But, David, you actually took a different position the other day. You did a series in the series, which I don't think most public bettors actually take a series position once the series actually starts. Can you l- expound on that?
3: It was pretty good market value at the time and it just felt right. Uh, Nationals were playing pretty tough, and uh, yeah, not much more to say. I guess it just all comes down to tonight but ac- the reason I did it though is it was a good
0: market price right more of a hard m- to get to i haven 't seen plus two fifty anywhere well since no then. it
3: because well, it wasn 't it wasn 't even available like basically they the place moved it up no it 's plus yeah plus two forty eight they moved it up, I snapped it, they moved it back, and then that was that you never saw that again, well, you saw it, but after they lost the next game. Uh, which then I didn't put any more on it because that was enough. And yeah, I'm obviously sitting good tonight. Looking forward to it. And, now would uh, you
0: hedge? I hate asking that question. No, no, no
3: hedge. No hedge. No,
0: we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave it open. So it's basically like there's no. You don't look at the free money concept of well, I have free money. I can lay one forty on Houston, I think and I have we've, free
3: money. I think we've done this a couple times. I can do it again. But basically, I have I have enough on it where. Uh, I don't want to risk anymore. Yet I, I, I think there's value, and, and I don't. The other thing is, what is it now? Like minus one thirty. What is the Astros? Uh, I minus one forty. Minus one. Yeah, I just think the value is thirty-five. In, well, I, I 35 just, I just concern. think even with that price, the value is probably in the Nationals. Uh, so it makes no sense at all bet the other side. Well, the anomaly
0: case. with this series, but, but, but here I just got it. Free money we'll, we'll, concept. We'll, we'll, no, I don't believe in We'll move on to this. But I don't listen, believe in you it. have a twenty. I don't dime, believe in it. You have a twenty dime ticket basically on the Washington Nationals tonight. Why? I'm just asking. Why wouldn't you bet ten grand on Houston for the listeners? This is to educate the listening public. Why wouldn't you say? Well, I have a free. 20, 10 grand a night. Okay, if I thought
3: if I thought, right. But you're surrendering some of the equity. But if I thought the Astros side had value just in this one game at minus one forty, then I would do it. But I actually think it should be like probably with my my baseball guys too think that it should be around like minus one twenty. So every dollar that I'm betting on the Astros, I'm just surrendering value out of this ticket where I'm sitting. Good. So you will not be upset. If they thought it was higher, I would. So no, here, I won't be I'm upset. Just, so and here's I, the,
0: the, the, the here's the devil's advocate. So now every you're, Houston's at home. They they I won't win. Be upset. They win, and you're not going to say, "Well, I could have had a free ten grand." No. Okay.
3: Well, it's not a free ten grand. It would be like a, I don't know what the math comes out to, but uh, no, I won't. I don't look at it
0: like that. No. There, there's a <laughs> ticket. So that'll give you the exact math. Um, so no, okay. Well, I, again, what about okay, you, Brian? So Do you have anything to say? So six, Brian, he could have a free seven grand tonight. Basically, a free seven grand. And I'm just talking about for the listeners listening. Why would well, why I, why not why well, you, not gamble? Well,
2: well, well, you got the, you got the gnats, right. You're walking down the street. Somebody yes, throws okay. seven
0: grand at your feet. Uh, you pick right. it up. Yeah,
2: but would your mindset be different if you know it was the plus price the other way?
3: Well even then if let 's say it was plus one ten on the Astros, if the people that I respect and trust say well, it should be plus one thirty i wouldn't do it if they think if they thought well that plus one ten has value, then I might even put the whole profit on the Astros, meaning everything I have coming i, I would just ride it out to the astros it's just for me to bet the other side there has to either be value or i look i it's perceived break even for me or uh some reason to do it or somehow i overexposed myself on the initial bet uh but i didn't hear so uh it just makes no sense for me to do it if i was hurting for money but 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 then again i wouldn't i wouldn't expose right. myself on the one side if is, that was the case is
2: there something to it that i mean it it's a baseball game but it's it's weird it's not i mean it is but it's an all hands on deck game it's the last game of the year gonna be a lot. I would think there'll be a lot of quirky, goofy things happening in this baseball game tonight. Well,
3: okay, I did forget to say one thing. Okay, so one thing. So if the offshore places have, and see this could happen at any time, and I'm just looking at it. But if somehow I have a market edge, so the offshores have. So let's just give an example. Pinnacle has it minus one forty-three. So with the break evens minus I don't know one thirty-seven. In in their eyes, and they're taking insane amounts of money on it, and now all of a sudden, I can get minus one thirty-five locally. I don't think this will be the case, but I have some type of uh, market value. Then, then I'll do it at any price. But I think, if anything, we're going to have to pay more here to bet the Astros for many reasons uh, than there. So, uh, I, I don't see myself doing that. Um, well, thanks. You answered so it. Going, what, you, what?
0: A- you answered it well, like no nobody else would answer. Well, it, well let's so, say hi know? to Mike. The poor guy's sitting there. Um, oh,
2: and right. And you're you're back there. Uh, how nuts is that region uh, with the Nats force in a game seven, Mike?
1: No, it's uh, it's a pretty exciting. I mean, we're a little bit farther away from the Nats fan base. So, I mean, they're still just Orioles fanatics. They're just riding the ship for the last, you know decade with this team, but. You know, it's, it is pretty exciting. I love games in every... Uh, it just makes it that one-game scenario, unlike football, where it comes down like a... Are you
0: are, you are you on your Bluetooth? You might want to switch it to the handset. I, I see what Ryan's talking about, but go ahead. I'm listening.
1: Can you guys hear me better now? Yeah, Perfect. there you go. There you go. So, basically, I mean, that game set in hockey, in basketball, and in baseball is just insane. I love the competitiveness, and it, this is the first series ever where every team is won on the road. So it's pretty insane. Out of every single seven-game series in all those three major sports, there's never been a series where every team is won on the road. So it's it's a very unique concept. And Brian, I wanted to ask you, can you tell the difference of what John comes in the studio today versus every other year? Can you tell? Uh, he, what's what's uh, the big difference?
2: Uh, honestly, uh, I he... You know, this This is... Okay. Full disclosure. this almost pains me to say. You look like you're ridiculously in good shape. Uh, the beard's gotten longer. Uh, you're still follically challenged up top, uh, and he follically doesn't look. And he doesn't have the. He didn't, I, We were hoping for the. Uh, the I wanted Dave to see the T-shirt with his, yeah. his face on, but he's got a Johnny Cash thing happening. I <laughs> no, What am I missing? The glasses look the there's, same. There's,
1: you're, the, you got to think outside the box. There's no camera.
0: Oh, right. There's, There's no, no
1: third laptop. There's no second camera. There's nothing. He's traveling. He's
2: just himself. Well did everything get co- it, did everything get confiscated at TSA or
1: I what? think so. I think so. I think he just forgot it. Uh,
0: all I know is this. <laughs> it's been <laughs> was, a crazy was an evil It's been a crazy week. In, in baseball and I just when is the last time you've seen David or Brian or Mike the road team's win every game so you realize that if if Washington wins tonight if it if if Washington wins tonight David they've won every game at Houston in this series on the road i just chalk it up to variance just variance that's all but i
3: do have one question remember you were going to give TSA a free pick T, yeah is that what they're called TSA right, right. you gave them
0: nationals tonight uh, I, I I decline on that comment. <laughs> okay. I, but my but but you know th- this is like so you don't buy into the whole home away because I'm, no you know zero. when I go over the numbers which I will shortly um, in in the other sports it seems to be a much bigger edge the home away thing than it does in baseball.
3: Yeah, baseball I think it's worth like twenty cents. I'm sure in the World Series uh, it's worth a little bit more, but I I just think I call it I just variance. I don't. What do you think, Brian?
0: I mean, they'll win every game I, well, in Houston. I, not only will they win, not only they win, Brian, well, they win every single I,
2: game the, in Houston. The, the the road the road thing it's bizarre. Uh, yeah, I don't. I uh, the one thing I would say though, I thought the numbers were soft in the first two games with the totals. Um, uh, in in both games, well,
0: I pushed two. on that one well, game at the top of but, the night. Well, Thank the you very games, much when I had the under games, eight.
2: The three games in Houston have gone over the total, and I'm telling you. The Nats, I think it's a big deal for them that instead of having the automatic out, the DH in the lineup for them is a complete difference maker for them to cycle through and get the occasional big inning. And I think that's been a big edge for them specifically and to the point where now it's an all-hands-on-deck game and stud starters could be coming out of the bullpen, which sounds great on paper, but you're having guys not do what's part of their normal routine. I mean, what Strasburg did last night was sick in that it gives the Nats, literally everybody right. fresh as yeah. a daisy. That was huge for the Nats to, I right. believe, give them an edge tonight. So when
3: we go to 20 innings, everybody's ready to go, right? Yeah. I mean, anything... That'd be part- crazy, right? That, that, that'd be a great way to end this. Oh. Nationals in 20.
0: So, I mean, look, the other issues, you're looking at Scherzer, and then we'll move on to football. Scherzer getting money. When was the last time Scherzer got money? Right, that's why there's probably oh, he's value. A little, he's
1: a little banged up, so they're just they're taking that into effect, I assume, because, I mean, they said two days ago he couldn't even get out of bed. He was warming up in the bullpen last night. He was pitching normal. They don't know how long he's going to go. But, again, it's a one-game scenario. This is, this is the game of the season. I mean, the guy's... Their horse. So I think he's going to give it all he's got, obviously.
2: I know you got this beautiful, fancy office. Like what do you got? Like rotary phones? There? Yeah,
0: it's really it's a. Now I hear it in real time. When we when we do the break, we'll have my call back from a <laughs> Every cell week phone. I said, hey, we now you know that. what? Actually, I actually think I know what it is because we're old school. And we have actual phones, not cell phones. What I think is the little cord that's going into the phone gets loose uh-huh. from from picking up and hanging up, and, that, and we don't uh-huh. hear it on our side. We don't. Okay. I never have heard that till being in the studio now. But uh, I'll have him call back from his cell phone when we take the break. But let's talk about. Um, Let's talk. about Last week I did the early numbers, um, David. And so, for the viewers out there regarding high volume, we have a we have a guy over here, Troy. He's watching. He's not on the radio. He's a low volume. Better. He's not a high. He's the complete opposite of you. What do you say to the clients that are listening that can't f- handle the volume? Like we don't talk about like I, like at one point I checked you were like twenty nine and twenty nine before the last couple games of the weekend. Do we have to mention the record? Well, no, no. But <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying, cool. but but listen. You're beating the number. You, it's a break-even week. No big deal. So what I'm saying Yeah, I is,
3: beat the number, though, to where it should have been like... So that's, so that's 58. So like 32 and 26 or something. But that they can't handle the... So So what do you mean, like... So
0: what I'm saying is the the, the average square, not in a negative derogatory sense, can't handle... He wants to come home from work and... Go onto your website and get but two hot picks. Well, whether or it's, the lock of the year, the well, game what, of the month, you know, blah blah blah. Well,
3: whether it's like two hundred picks or one, I mean, if there's value there, there's value there. It's just you get so so basically it's spread out over less games, and uh, I hope that person isn't just making a huge bet on the one game, but val- value is value. Whether whether somebody so. If it's one pick or 70, I'd rather have 70 if all 70 had value. So
0: what I'm asking you is, what do you say to the person that's subscribing to your service that says, I just want one winner?
3: Like, what do? You, what is your... Sure, here you go. I think there's value on this one play. However, it's it could... The more plays, things average out quicker. You can kind of—I don't, I don't want to say—yeah, you can kind of bet a little bit more if, if, if in theory all seventy have value because, like I said, it will play itself out quicker. Betting one game a week, uh, you could be down even with value over like ten years. You know, if right. you think about it, because that's only. Well, your, I mean,
0: obviously, you're winning sports better. You're professional, sports right? But better.
3: if I was going to say, okay, I'm going to track this one. I'm going to track one play every week over ten years. Uh, you could. I think you. I don't know if you'd be down. You'd be even or, or small winner, or small loser. If you have seventy plays, uh, it will play itself out over over a season. Uh, if you, if you think so, about so it. back so to many
0: picks. back to your original yeah. comment. Do we have to talk about that? The point of talking about it is you already. You don't emotionally. It doesn't really matter. Like you no. You just know that the the value is in the beating
3: the number. Yeah, and the more plays for me, the better. I'd rather have. As many plays, because in theory, if I could get five thousand plays a week, you can't because there's not that many games. I would win every week. So if you look at it like that, the more plays with value, uh, the more you're going to make, and the quicker it's going to average out. It just makes sense that you would want more plays. But if the but if the picks don't have any value, uh, then then it doesn't work like that. You're gonna you're basically going to lose every week. Uh, but I I pride myself on yeah beating the number and having value. On my plays, you know, as a group, as a whole,
0: got it. Uh, and and you're not you're not as high volume, are you? You're, like your own personal stuff you do, Brian. It's not you're not you're not a sixty game weekend guy, right? No,
2: mm. no, it can't be
0: no. And that's more psychological, right? Even if you could win doing that, it's just not. The well, temperament, I, I think his temperament is just different than 99.99% of the subscribers. Yeah, it is. It is. I just think that the average guy can't, like, wrap his head around chasing 60 scores. No. He's beat up by Sunday night. Like, he's, like, been taken to the well, – where he's not. He's, like, he's fine with oh,
2: it. Oh, I, I give you full marks for doing it. The, the problem is, if you know, did you ever have that Armageddon week <laughs> – <laughs> you know, I right, mean, but it could never we're, we're human beings. I mean, right,
3: no one's right. perfect. But the number, but but like, if you just do a low percentage of your bankroll, bank like half a percent on each one, and you have seventy plays, I mean, I don't think you're going to do worse. If if the seventy have value, uh, th- yeah, like thirty and forty would be a a nightmare, right? Week. So for the people that, that, are- that just doesn't really happen, you know. So the
0: people that are calling Mike. And they're talking to Mike. It's like Mike, you 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 preach this to all these guys. They hear this on the radio. They listen live. We send them a recap of the radio show. They can listen on the internet at Sports Insider Radio. They all go yeah 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 until it actually plays out, and then they freak, right?
1: Well, it it does, but more more times than not in the last few months that I've noticed this the change where I'm getting more and more. Financially capable people of handling the long run, where the traders are in from Wall Street and they're saying, you know what, I want to get into this sports market. I've never really understood it. Now they can get real cash invested. They're not worried about like it's 1990 where they may get stiff bookmaker. This is real money that they know they can get paid out on. And they could actually trade without crazy limitations. So now our concepts and our business model makes more sense today than it ever has and i think the them understanding that it's not emotional betting yeah we're still going to get it we're still going to it's going to be that 50-50 range where a guy calls in all he cares about is the thursday night football game tomorrow he doesn't care about playing hockey he doesn't care about playing nba he just wants to watch the game after work and relax he has no concept of money management and he simply it's hard to i wouldn't say it's Impossible, harder to turn those guys into having a you know a money management system, and they bet with discipline like Dave does, which unfortunately, why Dave does it for a living, and those guys don't. So get to change those bad habits and to turn them from being losing gamblers, because at the end of the day, the books win when those guys just bet with their hearts, and turn them into successful sports traders takes time, but the ones that actually do that. Are successful long-term, and they're not hyper-focused or hyper-obsessed about each night and individually betting their stack each night, but over time, that ROI makes sense, and I have a, a potential client that was, he's a investor and trader in the financial markets, and he's switching over to this, and we had a long conversation yesterday, and like, everything makes sense to him, because he understands to treat it like a and an investment. He's not just for the sake of the hot pick. So I think as we move into 2020 and beyond, more and more guys are going to understand that the way to make money in this business is to treat it like an investment over a long, a big enough sample size that it makes sense. And otherwise, I just don't believe there's any instant gratification for, for short-term profits. You have to really grind this thing out if you want to be successful.
3: I think too as the juice goes down and you're able to shop around around the world, this kinda opens it up uh to being able to have value on more plays. Like for example, if we just had one price everywhere and everything was minus one ten, the number of plays would would go way down. But a lot like a lot of the times I'll say, Okay, this team plus three, minus one ten or better. And I, I know as I'm saying that maybe only like Twenty-five percent of the people will have access to that particular number, but uh, being able to shop around because, like you said, it's an investment, and the juice is is in any investment the juice to take out uh, the fees is a big factor. So th- this is kind of what's what's opened it up for me to have more picks each week than say, like seven or eight years ago um, when there wasn't as many as as many outs.
0: Exactly. Now, what about the NFL? Let me go. You yeah, want to? I, 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 I had what, numbers you wanna...
2: for you. I had a homework assignment oh, for
0: you. Okay, go ahead. Uh,
2: you know, going into last week,
0: I got them right here. Uh,
2: the road team was fifty-eight, forty-six, and one straight up, and sixty-four, thirty-nine, and two against the spread. All of a sudden boomerangs back where the home teams went nuts last week right at ten and four so
0: again well you know back to what I said two weeks ago with these double digit dogs keep covering and then last week all the twelves all the favorites covered um but what's interesting is that it's still believe it or not right now NFL on the money line, is 7644 and 1. So that means every favorite is that that you, you 80 80% winning. 7644 and 1. Flip it to the spread. The dogs right now with that being said Brian are 6950 and 2. So the dogs have a 19 19- point game advantage in the NFL. It's a record pace. It's a record pace. Even though the big chalk favorites covered last week, they're still up twenty games. So those little plus still. threes, those little plus fours.
3: Go ahead. S- still though, still it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything moving forward. But yeah, I hear you. I always mean, say this every week we we get into this you go can it keep
0: this pace you're like what well, can it? well so again everything's I mean, very 61% dogs against
3: the spread yeah but it's just congrats to the to the books then uh more power to them things are probably working out but means nothing moving forward i don't think uh, i don't know maybe there's less money out there by your I mean, person to bet i mean maybe that could change things a little bit but just variance I mean, I'm going to use that word every time. Very
0: That's fine, but so now when you flip it to college football, college football is 443 and 115. As we were talking about the big Alabama games winning, but not you know covering. When you flip it to the spread, so it seems like the line makers are doing a real good job in college football. They're 280, 268, and 10, 51 percent. This is the closing number. Yes. You're tracking the close. Yeah,
3: wow. That's, impre- that's pretty impressive. So
0: 268, 280 favorites have covered. 268 dogs have covered. 10 games have landed on a, the number, on the closing number, 51%. The difference is that you're talking 60% in the NFL versus 51% in college. But now, it's also is, a bigger sample, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, yeah. is that because there's more games?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, and so if there was like 550 NFL games, which uh, – then, it, then, it, yeah, I think it would kind of come down a little bit. But just because moving forward, it would probably be around 50%. That's why. Uh, but, yeah, shopping around
0: at post then in college has a lot of value this year. So now here's a new one. NBA. Favorites right now on the money line are 35-19, 65%. Dogs are 62% against the spread, 32-21-1. I think tracking these numbers against the money line,
3: Literally has no value. I mean, unless you know what your average money line has been two on the season. You know what I mean, like right, the right, average.
0: Because right. then is when you, go, you throw in the Alabama games.
3: Well, like well, it. even in NBA. I mean, how many how many times have we already seen the the Lakers and and the Clippers double digit favorites? So uh, you have to also know what the average money line has been. So the true one that that matters is against the spread. I mean, in my opinion. That's the one that that I would want to
0: hear. Right, and the but the other angle is it is that um, small favorites. What we know, what I've been tracking in both sports is they either win or they cover. So, for instance, you take the Denver Nuggets last night; they were minus five small favorite. Let's say up to six, right? No, no. no. So you have to use that game. Well, no, no. no. My man Troy over (laughs) here had the money line on him. Oh, okay. Okay, so he had the money line on him. He laid two twenty. You had the minus five. He lays two twenty. You lay minus five. The result is the same. The point is what I'm noticing is that a favorite under ten in the NBA, if they actually win on the money line, the majority of the time they're covering. Now, for instance, he had the Jazz two days ago. They won by one. He won. They I, don't, didn't I, cover.
3: Don't, I don't. I don't. I just don't agree with. I don't know. I, you, I mean, you're the one tracking it, but I would rather. And also, I would rather have the spread. Uh, Even even at minus or yeah, even at five, I'd rather have the spread for many reasons. uh, The takeouts a little bit less, and then when you shop around, I mean, you can really cut it down to like where your your EV loss to the market is like one or two percent, or even break even here in Vegas. Like for example, if it's a flat uh, five and a half offshore, we can lay you know minus five minus one ten here on something. This is this is almost break even. So. I, I don't think you can with m- playing money lines like that. I, I don't think you can cut the take the, the expected well unless loss in, down the like only that. the
0: only way you can do it is if you're someone like him, which is a whole other. He's betting one game a week, or you know, he's the complete opposite. Low volume versus high volume. So, well, no, if he has a good read on the game,
3: though, yeah, yeah, exactly. He, but if he won if he takes the money line on a five point favorite, I just think his results would be better laying the five in the long run. Right. I can't prove this with numbers, but I, I this is what I think. Right. In fact, I would bet on it. You know, if, if God could come down, okay, he would have done this much better over 10 years. I bet you he would have done better just laying the, 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 the points. I
0: don't know. He should track it. I mean, you should. somebody. Well, should.
3: yeah, I mean, I am. But, but you need I, a big sample, though, or it's just variance. Anything you come up with is variance over the short term. Right.
0: Brian, just to move real quick before we take a break, any uh, upsets of really good performing teams overall in the NHL that have surprised you early in the season. Oh yeah, um, where you're like they can't keep this pace up. This has to end. There's not going to be this way in six months. You know what I mean? Or is it just well, kind of like? I
2: mean, uh, the jury would be out on Edmonton, Buffalo. You know, I mean, like last year Buffalo was first overall Thanksgiving and drove off a cliff, and Edmonton's basically it's McDavid and. Dry sidle against the other teams, but, but they're getting good goaltending, and you know, so far, so good. Uh, but you know, a lot of the stuff you're talking about, we we're saying variance. I mean, the other thing is, you know, we we just throw at the end result all these numbers out. I mean, the NHL is he, when you look at the scheduling conflicts that are out there and situations. Vegas murdered, got murdered by Colorado on Friday. Friday goes home, they then go home, Colorado, and lose at home to Anaheim. And then Anaheim has to play the next day in Vegas. So the team that Vegas got murdered by, Anaheim beat them, Anaheim comes back-to-back nights, plays Vegas, Vegas mauls them. So you're sitting there going, oh, how, how do these teams all stack up? 75% of what you're taking into account before the games they've played is the schedule. It's it's that impactful, you know, when you're over an 82 game schedule. And the next two games Vegas has coming up, they're ta- they're facing teams that have to come here after playing the night before, so they could they could tee Minnesota and Winnipeg up like a golf ball. But then you know that doesn't mean necessarily that everything's fixed because they should win those games. They're sitting here fresh as a daisy. Teams played the night before. Then you go. Up, then all of a sudden. You know, that schedule is going to turn around where they're on the short end of the schedule in, in two weeks. But you're sitting sort of going, oh, something's right with them, something's wrong with them. Uh, you, the schedule is like more than half of what you're taking into account before they even take the ice.
0: Well, so, like, you know, talking about the schedule, let me ask you, how is there, have you got, do you guys follow? I don't, uh, we'll look into the results of teams when they come back from London. No, but to what he was
3: saying, then then hearing all of that, and if, if that's right, I would look to play the, the, the teams that have had a rest uh the day before cuz yeah and then i don't know what's the solution for that make the season longer i don't know <laughs> well, if they, they, that, no, what's they, the they'd have to make it shorter oh make it shorter okay yeah, yeah. they'd
2: have to make it shorter but that's not going to happen i mean but i mean it's just, it's just the grind of it but when, when you're sitting there that you know and and i you know the numbers should reflect that sometimes they don't um and then the other thing you get at this stage of the year, it's pond hockey. Uh, you know, unless it's two teams that can't stand each other, these aren't really physical games. But they become physical games when you get to January and February, and and the the style of the game changes. So there are segments to the season. There are scheduling concerns. It's more than just who's good, who's bad, who's mm-hmm. better. It, for the know, mo- I mean, like the Thursday night games in the NFL, the road team generally is up against it. You play a game Sunday, you're in the ice tub on Monday, you can barely do a walkthrough on Tuesday, and Wednesday you got to get on a plane. Although this week, I would say the visitors actually have it easier. San Francisco was home. Arizona had to fly home from New Orleans to prepare for this, and that little nonsensical flight from San Fran to Arizona is not that big a deal. In a weird way, I think the visiting team is fresher in this game uh, than the home team is. Because I think it, w- it, w- it was more of a inconvenience to fly home from a game Sunday and then get prepared. So sometimes that offsets what you deem to be an adv- a scheduling advantage. Variance. That's all I can
0: think Mike, of. Mike, <laughs> when the clients call and complain, you just tell them variance. Dave said, you years, just I say.
1: <clears throat> think they understand what that means. Well, yeah, but variance Look doesn't come up. into play
2: when you got the San Jose captain in a locker room calling out two guys for being lazy and selfish and says that's unacceptable and it has no place on this team. And then they go the next night and basically he called them out. He had to play good because he called them out. And they went and they won the game that they had to to win the next game because they played it like a playoff game because of what was said in the locker room after the game. And it was a gift from the gods and they win the game. And then the next two games, they're back to being a dog's breakfast.
3: I think those kind of things can add some value. Because with the long season, you, nobody's a hundred and ten percent every game. So I, I think things like that do add some value uh, when certain players will go out and and play tougher just for one game. So I, I myself don't really look for those kind of things. But if I do see one where I go, ah, that's a good spot. I, I feel that they're they're going to be up
2: for I mean, this I mean, game. You know, the other, I'm, honestly, I mean they're like in all sports. Um, yeah, there's spots in, when, like when, that. when you're sitting there in you know i'll bring the golden knights up again last year i mean they, they were just first 20 games stanley cup playing over and they got killed they they got they got mauled and embarrassed by calgary and the fact that they just didn't lose the game they got mauled was the best thing that ever happened to them because their personal pride uh, it was challenged. It was like the, it was right. Like it's like a bounce back. Situation. It was the bottom of the barrel, and then they then not only did they win the next, they went on a run.
3: Well, yeah, I, w- I will look for things like that where wow, they really blew. Like for example, in in basketball, if if a double digit favorite loses outright, and and the more they lose to me, the better, and then the next game. I'll look to play them. With what you said, they really got embarrassed. They're they're going to go for this next game. They're going to be 110%. I will look for things like that, absolutely. Well, in college. Well, I would even, I More would even, in college.
2: I would even throw, like, say the Bills-Redskins game uh, on Sunday. Two weeks. Now, you can say one of two things. They they had the bye, and they haven't been the same team since they kept the bye. They, they beat Miami, but they didn't play well. And one play... Changed the entire game against the Eagles, but in back-to-back weeks, their defense kind of got punched in the mouth with teams running the ball down their throat. And you can sit there, party, you can say, "Well, all right, maybe they're they're not that good," or the coaches really got their attention this week and said, "Enough of this! You know, it's been primrose lanes and lollipops and rainbows around here, and not only should you come back this week, not forget beating these guys, step on their neck because you got to get back on the tracks." See,
3: I'd rather there's, a, there's intangible yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I'd, you, well, I'd, I'd rather have game. that in like a pick'em game or an underdog. It, it, when you're laying, what is it like ten? It's like it's nine, nine and, and, and a half. half. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. To
0: me, well, and, and
3: it's pro football. Just so not let's
0: let's talk about the pro football. So you know, this week, you look at some of these again, double-digit favorites. You got San Fran. I'm just doing the roundabout numbers: ten, Buffalo. Nine and a half. It's not as crazy as it was last week, obviously, with the double-digit favorites. I like it it better like this. (laughs) You like it better like this? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So um, here's the thing. I'm looking at the record here. The top one, two, three, four teams against the spread this season are Green Bay 6-2, 75%, the Saints 6-2, 75%, the Rams 6-2, 75%, and the Patriots 6-2, 75%. Now do you think that the, the the line makers just make an inflated line on these top teams? and then when you look at the bottom half of the wrong you have five you have Jets two and five against the spread, Tampa Bay two and five against the spread, the Bears two and five oh. against the spread. the Ravens, believe it or not, and Mike, I and my son are going to the Ravens game against the Patriots. Mike, they're 2 and 5 against the spread. I'm jealous. Cleveland's 2 and 5 against the spread and Atlanta's 2 and 6, the worst record in the NFL against the spread. So do you think the line makers at the top and the bottom Inflate the lines in both directions.
2: I think numbers are shaded to a degree, but the bottom line is this NFL market is so about, different I'm, that it's been in in, in the, it's only been the last two years where based on what the last game was, you know, a number that was going to be what you know minus three last week turns around the the, the other team's favored one. Like well, that never so, happened so in the I'm, past so in the you, NFL. If you, if you take ever. this,
0: we'll just jump to the Sunday night game because Mike's going, I'm going, and um, uh, and, and taking Junior with us. When you got a six and two team against the spread versus a two and five team against the spread, I didn't even realize. Did you realize that, Mike? That they've only covered two games?
1: Yeah, I have.
0: <laughs> oh, he, I, finan- I think, <laughs> he financially has. I, I guess I, you you always realize it when you're betting them. I, I uh, think it
3: comes down to just the team's win loss. I don't think against the spread is is that big of a deal, especially in week week uh, eight or whatever it is. Um, so, question: Are you going to bet this game, Mike?
1: Well, I mean, look, if you want to get... Before I answer that question, the Ravens have been double-digit favorites at home in which they lost one game outright. They were only a seven-point favorite versus the Browns, so this is the first time they're actually a dog at home. You know, Besides that one slip-up with Cleveland, they played the Chiefs really well. They're playing... It's. I just feel like it's a different team with the playbook completely expanded for Lamar, with the addition of Peters with the addition of Jimmy coming back uh, from injury. He hasn't played since week one, so I believe it's a completely different team. So those past games, it's not like the same teams playing every week. We've just completely changed our game plan with having just a ruthless secondary now. And The fact is, I feel like Brady, they're, they're opening him up where, yeah, he's making great decisions and he's not turning the ball over, but not the same Brady that was there five six years ago he can't throw the ball downfield so if they could basically play main coverage on his receivers which i think we have the edge there and rush the passer we have, look we play the patriots tougher than any other team Four. Year after year, we Brian. You hear that? You don't I even. Mean? Yeah, yeah. You went over you four and a half. We it's had a bet.
0: We had a bet. In the over office, and, half. The over you and, went and over. under was four. The over <laughs> and under was four on we. we money and was one, money was changing sentence. hands. We were <laughs> counting the wees. It wasn't looking good. And then he finally said, "We" <laughs> at the end. There, there were more in, than they's that than wees. There were three wees in one second. The we was four wees in twenty seconds. No, that was the hail mary at the end of the game when the game goes over the total. We got the backdoor cover. We got the backdoor cover. No,
3: but you were gonna let him keep talking. It sounds like he was passionate and would have kept.
0: Talking for five more minutes.
2: Well, no, but the the, the, the bet was, was over. There. You can't pass. Should have been
0: like twelve. <laughs> so <or something>. so <laughs> let me let me let me ask you real quick uh, about the double digit favorites. And since we have, well,
2: wait, man, let Mike finish. Well, his go ahead, ahead we, Mike. We, finish. No, we, ahead. We, we we were clowning around. Go ahead. Well, the bottom
1: line is we we <laughs> number six. <laughs> go ahead. Play play the Patriots. <laughs> extremely tough. So we always play down to our competition. That's seven, and or we play up. So I, I believe we have. Just as good a chance as any team this year on their schedule to beat them, upset them. After what I saw in Seattle, I believe this team is game ready and Lamar is playing out of his mind. So, look, if you want to go for it, I'll give it out. We, I know, I don't think I've given out a on the radio for for three years. Ravens money line. So a- here, here's the thing. My uh, son,
0: my son and him, my son and him battle says if Patriots win this game. They win it every game. Who, who said that? My son. They win out.
2: Uh, who wins? Okay.
0: Out? Patriots. No. Undefeated. You see undefeated. what they got coming up? San Fran, blah, blah. I, I can't no, trust a guy who
3: hasn't it. given a pick in three years and his one pick he's given out is his own team. I can't trust
2: it. Uh, I, I, <laughs> Anyone else got a pick? You know what? Honest to God, I mean, the thing I'd be worried about if I were the Ravens is that this is finally the deep end of the pool and the Patriots have heard nothing but we play nobody. And so, like, in this one short-term thing, like, well, we'll show everybody. But they're they at the Ravens, at the Eagles, host the Cowboys, at the Texans, and you got Kansas City. That's a pretty juicy gauntlet to be just saying these guys are going unbeaten. By the way, if, if, if Chubb doesn't fumble the kickoff return, the Browns were in that game. With a chance to win the game. Uh, anyway, but it should be fun. I hope you boys have fun Sunday night. Let's take a timeout. Sports Insider Radio. And we invite you to check out the website. SportsInsiderRadio.com. You can give John or Mike. You can John's son. Give him a call. <laughs> 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. We'll be right back on Sports Insider Radio.
0: Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679.
1: Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to OddsXFactor.com, where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals, I love second halves, and I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to OddsXFactor.com.
2: time flies when you're having fun and we are having fun our buddy john's in town dave miller's here mike on the hopper it is sports insider radio invite you to check out sports insider radio.com what a great time of year college hoops about to start nba's rocking and rolling nhl we end the baseball tonight breeders cup this weekend uh, which is always a spectacular uh, weekend of horse racing with some real balloon numbers that could be out there. It doesn't
0: stop. Can I get those winners off there? We're undefeated, me betting your horses here in person. In person? Yeah, in person. Well, if that's true, then you're not stay. allowed to go home. <laughs> right, exactly. So let, so, do you we get, need you here, John. Do you, do you get Do you get into horse racing with your groups? Or Just not really? those pick sixes,
3: I, I've done those, and yeah, we somehow hit yeah, one. Yeah, we, we, we don't many.
0: need to re- retread uh uh, Big Mike going over to Pimlico. He's uh, he's left his mark there a few times.
2: Um, yeah, you know, the, the, honestly, like, but it's like all the stuff we're talking about in, in all facets. You know, we're clowning around. He, he said the variance thing, or I talk scales being concerned. Everybody's got their own things, but I'm telling you, with the Breeders' Cup, the the Kentucky Derby, uh, the Triple Crown races, these races are brutal to pick. And, and, well, and the with,
0: irony is, the but, handle goes but, up because it's the one everybody wants but, to bet. But,
2: but the money, I'm telling you, where the money's to be made are at the tracks where the best jockeys in the world vacate the premises to go compete at the Breeders' Cup and now you're getting... I, I, real opportunities at the I, tracks where those guys
0: left, and nobody pays attention Here's how to sick it. I used to be. I used to just bet Prado every race. If he was on a the, horse, I just, good. I, just bet, I just bet Prado. But here's the thing. I want to talk about uh, college football before we get into college yeah. basketball in a few weeks. Um, and, again, looking at the top teams, which you notice in the NFL is the top teams are like 5-2 against the spread, right? But in college football, the top teams are almost 100%. They're all like one team. Like Ohio State is 7-1 against the spread, Auburn is seven and one against the spread. Those are the two top teams against the spread in college football. When you scroll all the way down to the bottom, the Zips are zero and eight. We talked about them last week, Brian. The Akron Zips, Akron, UConn, UMass. Man, you're good. Atrocious. So it's, it's, it's Akron is zero and eight against the spread. UMass is one and seven. Nebraska is one and seven. Vanderbilt, who had that one upset when they won outright, uh, is. One in six against the spread, but teams that you wouldn't think that are horrible against the spread, Georgia Tech, which is normally you know on the.
2: I know I will give you a, a cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. That's going to change. That's a, that's a new coach. They played the that wishbone offense for whatever more right. than a decade. New coach coming in, they're starting to figure out what he wants them to do. Right. So I'm I'm just telling you, watch on the back end, uh, Georgia Tech on sides, but Georgia Tech games with the totals because they implemented this whole new system. that they, And that will happen in the back third of a season. There'll be some teams that just fall off the planet, but there'll be other teams that figure it out, and then you get the motivated teams to be bowl eligible. It's a different timing.
0: So year. let me uh, – and then I'll let you guys expound on this – David, teams like Alabama—they're four and four against the spread. So, is it that the line makers doing a good job on the, the number one, number two team in the country, or is it just that when you have more volume, I noticed that the teams that the public likes to bet: USC, Oregon, Purdue, uh, Missouri, um, Houston, Mississippi, Alabama, Hawaii, Temple, Toledo—four and four. Every one of on them fifty percent.
3: This is just too short of a sample like Alabama uh
0: Alabama you know, being four and four aren't they
2: would not you You know like you said I like it better this way when
0: Clemson when the wait, are lo- wait wait Clemson's 6 and 2 against the spread so I that's mean, a little weird Alabama's 4 and 4 Yeah I'd rather Clemson's everybody
3: 4 and 4 against the spread in a perfect world Akron going 0 and 8 and then you you go there's just got to be value this week and then and then they don't cover again them. can't trust can't Sa- trust same in NFL I mean I, I don't want but, anybody so, uh, 0 and 8 against the spread But the, the problem with
2: the, the Clemsons and the Bamas of the world uh when, when you're trying to figure it out is at what point when they're boat racing somebody at what point does the second team get in at what point do they maybe even get down to the third team yeah, this it, is the tough part that's the tough you're it's not you're not like okay I, I'm handicapping this against this for 60 minutes not the case right Buff,
0: you, Buffalo four and four against the spread but when you talk about Alabama, they started off like 0 and 3 against the spread. So when you talk about variance, they're 4 and 4. But now they're on a run; they're covering, so they're like 3 and 0, 4 and 0 against the spread in their last four. So can you make a case that if you actually look for these teams early in the season, four weeks ago, that were 0 and 4 against the spread, except the Zips? A lot of these teams that are 4 and 4 against the spread, and there's a handful of them, they came out of the gate 0 for or 4 and 0. It's a case then, by case. And then team, they revert back to the mean.
3: Still, you really can't go back to the. the but, I,
0: I think, I, but I think,
2: I think, what David's getting at is it's the odds makers' goal at the beginning of a year. There 50, are going to be some teams that fall through the cracks. Uh, there are gonna be some teams so, that are just you know god awful and can't so cover. Does Ohio
0: team. State only does Ohio State fall? Do they revert back to the mean? Does Ohio State and Auburn that are seven and one, who who do you think the third best team is in college football against the spread? Louisiana Lafayette six and one. Who would think that? You go from literally Ohio State to Louisiana Lafayette. So I didn't know that. Now you know. Well, I'm glad I got something out of all that. Okay, so 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 the, so the hey Georgia State is under that five and one. So you go from these no, big teams to these no name teams, and you 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 have people that are sitting there going back. To, now, obviously, there's people like chase Simpson, chase the bad teams in the NFL. will chase. Yes. Yeah, well, this is this you know, is yeah. We'll chase against Akron and say, well, they're gonna w- cover some games. Well, and, now.
2: and the funny thing is, though, is is you know when you're talking uh, the football specifically college are, are the mindsets you're handicapping the game I, I, I swear there's never a number or in relation to who the coach is or who the coach's coordinators are and yeah. there should be and it's it's absolutely what do you think of that Ab- yeah I, I, don't, I don't yeah okay. nobody i
3: know really factors that no they don't
2: much. and it's stupid and i'll tell you what they also don't do are special teams if, yeah, if he's it's, right. he's if right it's about run that. stop so the So you're ru- saying I could literally redo I mean, these numbers just if a team, the if coach a team is the best Rutgers. team in the league or in the top 10 of special teams with kick coverage returns right and that. a punter pinning guys at the 10-yard line and every week because they're great at special teams they're winning the field position battle which means more bad things can happen if you know with the defense creating a short and nobody talks about does a good special teams well, the final score
3: that kind of reflects that, though, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, but, but, I, not, but not as much. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It, but, but I, the coaches, though, when you're talking big numbers, you know, who are these coaches? Oh, the coach. Well, that guy used to be the coach. He's going against used to be on his staff and his buddies, and he ain't going to run the score up on him. Or there's other coaches that are going to step on your neck. Then you got teams like App State and SMU. Right. Right. They're fighting, you know, it's a small school. They're ranked teams, but they still have to make a case for themselves. So they're more prone to go and and keep going and and run a score up because they're trying to impress some fantasy thing.
3: So, yeah, if you have reads like that, uh, they definitely add value, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's getting real, real deep into it, which is what you should be doing. So yeah, definitely go with things like that if you see if you see a good situation pop up.
0: So let's just for the fun of it, hey, uh, Mike's
2: still
3: there, buddy.
0: Uh, exactly. We're, Hi, but let's just talk. Let's just do it an <laughs> an over and under. Does Akron go on a little revert to the mean run? It'll be funny to see. There's only one team that's o for against the spread. They're
3: o and eight against the spread. I just don't believe in that. But but like, I mean, what I, are they going to do, do? End
0: the whole season and go o for not covering? I don't game? believe in all the mean and all that. But I do think that the, the team.
3: More likely to have value moving forward would be the 0 8 against the 8. Well, no, because so it kind make of up, is. Right, you, you are right, but only because there there will be a public skew to just nobody wanting to put their money on the team,
0: it, it, and that's it's,
2: what it's it comes so much. Down to. We, we can sit here and say, I, you know, you know, I know what you're saying. You see, "There's oh, will Akron do this." The problem is, you got to figure who they playing. It's right, 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 the other right. side of the equation. Guys, I'm telling you, Michael, you're watching a soccer game? we got about a minute left. Just wanted to enjoy the football game coming up Sunday. Are you enjoying the uh, serene nature of what's going on there?
1: It always is. It's always exciting this time of the day. When everybody's just working and having fun, I'm, I'm tracking all these obscure soccer leagues because it's not my main you know, Champions League that normally happens on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So right. we're still tracking everything. There's...
2: There's no rest. All right. Well, listen, we invite people to give him a call. Mike's in the office, sportsinsiderradio.com, uh, 800-209-1679, 800-209-1679. Thanks to David Miller that for coming. There you go. It's, <laughs> good, it's good to see you. I know you're racing out of here. Please pass along our sincere best wishes to Judy in your office. She is a sweetheart. Uh, tell her we're thinking of her, and we hope she feels better. It's great to see you. You got it. I'll be back. All right. There you have it. It went fast. It's in the cookie jar, another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Check out sportsinsiderradio.com.